Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayis, Shir number 375. Today, we're towards the end of the book of 10 really dumb mistakes that very smart people make, and he's going to discuss the art of the apology, and how to apologize. And this is also one of these groundbreaking shiurim of people that um, can transform their marriages by learning this skill, which is not an easy skill to learn. It's not easy to do, but when you learn how to do this, this could really turn your marriage in, in a completely positive direction, turning it 180 degrees in, a, in the positive direction and, and beautifully transforming your marriage and getting closer to one another in the most unbelievable way. Because it's not easy to apologize. And when you truly apologize the right way, what you're doing is, is you're taking responsibility and you're owning up to your errors and admitting you're wrong. And that's something that's not easy for anyone to do. It's, it's one of the hardest things to say for many people. It's one of the hardest things to say, I was wrong and really mean it. And, and he tries to explain how to apologize because to say, I'm sorry, that's not that hard to do. To say you're right, also not hard to do. It won't happen again, also not hard to do. But to say the words, I was wrong, and that is hard because it is a vulnerable thing to do. And if you say, I am wrong, and you mean it, and you feel it, and you're sincere about it, and you do do that, that is an effective apology. Both husband and wife need to use this, those words and to mean it and feel it and apologize when they need to apologize. It's necessary for life, not just for marriage, but for parenting, for overall, but certainly for marriage. Basically, you're taking responsibility for what went wrong and you're not shifting the blame to somebody else, or the way he puts it, you're not passing the buck to anyone else, to honestly and openly admit, I messed up, that is a key to the success of all relationships, and certainly a relationship in a marriage. Now, to say I was wrong is hard in all parts of life, but in marriage it is doubly hard to do, because you always have reasons why you know you behave a certain way where you're not 100% wrong about something and your husband or wife prompted you to, to do whatever you did so it's not really fair sometimes you ask yourself why should I apologize after what he said after what she said or after what he did and after what she she did I should apologize they should apologize and that's our initial reaction but when you know you need to take responsibility and admit that you're wrong, that's a very important thing to know. And it doesn't make a difference who started an argument, who created the mess in the first place. The bottom line is both of you who were involved in a fight, in a disagreement, means that you both said things that you shouldn't have said. You could go squabble about percentages. They were He was 90% right, I was only... Uh, I was, she was 90% wrong and he was only 10% right or however you want to put it 
But the bottom line is, is both of you share the responsibility of the pain that was caused in this argument and this damage to the marriage. So usually the initial reaction is, again, it's a resistance. You know, he started it, she started it, or I only started it because she behaved this way, or I only started it because he behaved that way. And what happens is, is really think deeply about this. Well, in marriages, you spend your entire life in this endless blame game. Many couples do that. They fight the same fight over and over again, and they argue about everything. And that dooms the marriage, and they, and they become miserable as a result. It does not have to be that way. And he explains it very clearly in this book. This is a very, very vital side we're talking today. You can end that agony. You can end that uncomfortableness. You can end that destruction. But it starts with those difficult words to say and to mean it and to sincerely feel it, not just lip service that I was wrong and I'm sorry. And you need to say it even if you don't fully feel it at the moment, or especially if you don't fully believe it at the moment, but you say it and you intellectually in your mind sincerely mean what you're saying. And that's how you apologize. So the question he asks is, is how do you apologize when I wasn't wrong? You want me to lie? Or you're making a shmata out of yourself? And why should I take full responsibility, even though I know that it wasn't my fault? And so he explains that question. And again, we're not talking in the sheer about an abusive situation, because you have, in rare scenarios, a real abusive situation where the victim of abuse always feels it's their fault, and they always are the ones that's apologizing. And, 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 and in those abusive situations, that's not healthy. But in a regular marriage of over 95% of us, that's not the case. And therefore, this apologizing will not make a shmata out of you, it will not make you weak when you take full responsibility over something. So he tries to explain here because, and to try to overcome this resistance, when you're asking yourself, why am I apologizing? I didn't really do anything wrong. He or she reacted in this way, but I didn't do anything wrong. So what am I apologizing about exactly? So here's something that's very important to understand. And he goes through this. He explains that the trigger of, let's say, a fight that they had, that was never the issue. The issue is not what triggered the fight, whether it's coming late, leaving socks on the floor, other things. It's not the etzem maisa. It's not the act that you're apologizing for, for necessarily, but you're apologizing for the pain that it caused. No one very rarely comes in. A husband walks in after a hard day's work and says he's, he had a rough day and he's coming into his house. He doesn't have this intentional thing in his head. I'm going to hurt my wife. I'm going to hurt my children. It doesn't work that way. And the same thing the other way around. The husband comes into the from work and she's um, the wife is overwhelmed with the kids and taking care of things. She does not have it in her head. I'm going to rip into my husband. I'm going to hurt him. I'm going to destroy him. It doesn't work that way. Generally speaking, that does not happen. But you come, your husband is coming home and you're saying, I'm looking forward to ripping him to shreds. Or I'm looking forward to take her and, and, and break her into pieces. doesn't work that way. What happens rather usually is because of 
whatever the reasons are, stress or not thinking, you know, whatever it is, you said something that was thoughtless, that was insensitive, and then you said it, let's say the wife said it, and then he said something back in response, and before you know it, you're fighting with each other. Now, you may have felt that your words were justified, but they're in pain. So you're going to say to yourself, the resistance is going to be, well, he deserved it, she deserved it, did you hear what they said to me? But that's because you're in pain. But you need to think to yourself, and again, this is why this particular shear and to practice it is not easy because it's vulnerability and there's a lot of resistance to it. But you need to question yourself as a mature adult. Are you happy that it reached this result or that you're plunging the knife deeper into your wife's heart or your husband's heart? The answer is usually no. You don't want that. You really, really don't want that. So what you're apologizing apologizing for is really the pain that you caused. That's the apology. I'm sorry that I hurt you. I feel terrible that I caused you this much pain. I love you. You're the best thing for me. Best thing that ever happened to me. The last thing I want to do is hurt you. And to please forgive me. And over 90% of the time, when you do that sincerely, then everything changes. Your husband or wife who heard the apology uh, calms down, it deflates an argument, it creates a certain peace, it creates a certain love back. And they were originally, an hour ago, they may have been at war with each other, and now they're in love with each other again. And and things will heal, even if it's not perfect yet after the apology. But it clears the air, and it deflates a, a, a difficult circumstance, and you can move on from it and even get closer as a result. And you can work these things out. If both of you got into an argument and you agree, both of you, you both were in pain or you were under stress, and they acknowledge that. Now the problem, if there was a at some problem that was the you know quote trigger of the fight, you could resolve that problem later. But the, the, you need to first deal with the panemius of it, to deal with the pain that it caused. If you apologize for the pain that you caused, and then usually what happens is, is once you resolve those feelings, then whatever the issue that triggered it was could be resolved much, much easier. So here is the key. He brings down different aspects of apologies. One aspect is what we just talked about, that it's not the issue that created the problem, it's the pain. You're not apologizing for the issue that triggered the fight. You're apologizing for the pain that you caused your husband or wife. You can mention the issue, and ultimately you could resolve whatever issue it was and work it out between the two, two of you afterwards. But the focus is more on the pain. I feel terrible about that. I feel terrible that I caused you to be upset. And one of you needs to take responsibility for their part and apologize. And that's not always easy because sometimes it's always not a, it's like we said, it's a two-way street. You may have said something wrong or insensitive, but your husband or wife on the other end also said something wrong and insensitive. So why should I start the apology? So it is hard. It takes courage. It takes being a healthy, mature adult. And it's not always easy to make yourself vulnerable and to step forward and to admit that you were wrong. But it's worth it because it changes everything and it heals the marriage. 
But we talk, we're going to talk about soon about how to apologize because sometimes it doesn't work. For example, he says, this is the first rule that he says about apologizing is that primarily it's not the issue, but the pain in apologizing for the pain that you're causing. The second thing he says, which is a very, very big key, is no buts. Don't make a good apology and then ruin it with the word but. In other words, in the case where the, the, the wife was waiting uh, 30 minutes out in the cold because the husband was late because he had to finish a report that his boss wanted from him, he should not say, I'm sorry, I'm late, but my boss needed a report. No, he just simply apologizes, I'm sorry, I'm late, and I caused you this distress and pain. I love you very much. It's not going to happen again. I'm sorry. Now, no buts. No buts. Later, you could explain, you know, this is what happened. I, I know my boss needed a report, you know, like later in time. So she gets a perspective on it. But, but when you're apologizing, you don't mention that. I'm just sorry I'm late. I'm sorry I caused that distress. And, and I feel bad about it. Or I know the house is a mess, but my friend needed the help. Or I had an important phone call. You don't say that. You just say, you just own up to whatever you own, own up. The but destroys the apology. The apology is, I was wrong, period. The but say, saying, I am justified for it. And I'm not wrong. So the but kills the apology. Bottom line is, right now, is your husband, your wife, they're hurt, and it's causing a lot of pain. And But when you say that but, you're telling that injured party that you're not really sorry. The apology is saying, I wish it never happened. The but says that under these circumstances, in these matzavim, it was the right thing to do, and I would do it again. And... I, I, you know, I, I maybe feel bad about the pain, but I would do it again. That's what you when you add buts to apologizing, and and the one that's listening is saying, you know, is saying that's not an apology. They're really saying that they're right, and it not only ruins the apology, it it makes it even harder now because now the one who's apologizing is saying to themselves with the but if he apologizes with that but. He or she is saying that, you know, you, you don't understand how hurt I was or how your reactions were. And then it gets worse and worse. So that's another key. Do not spoil a good apology with a but. Simply say you're sorry. I was wrong. Nothing else. Don't explain. Don't make excuses, excuses and so on and so forth. Now, he doesn't say this, but I guess later Matsif, like for example, you know, Sometimes it could diffuse the situation. You have a good point. Let's say you, you were a half hour late when you picked up your wife and she was waiting out in the freezing cold and it was indeed something crazy happened. Uh, 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 there was a traffic jam or whatever it is. So you could explain, like shortly afterwards, you know, there was a traffic jam or my boss needed this report and that's why. But when you're apologizing to Etzem, when your wife is very frustrated and upset that she was waiting out in the cold for a half hour and she felt abandoned, you, you just apologize plain and simple. You're not apologizing that this emergency happened because it's not your fault. Let's say in many cases, cases it's not your fault. But you're apologizing for the pain that's caused. I'm sorry that I caused you this pain and distress. I love you very much. I truly feel bad about it. A little later, you could explain, you know, just, uh, you know, this is what happened. But again, not to pearl back. You should know 
you know, it's not really, I'm not really sorry because this and this happened. You, 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 it's two separate things. When you're apologizing, you apologize 100% unequivocally. So that's really the idea. And if you don't know what you're apologizing for even, sometimes you don't understand what you did wrong. Sometimes it could be that your husband or wife is upset and you don't have a clear picture yet why they're upset. You're not clear yet what you did wrong, which is very common. And it seems like it's insensitive, but sometimes you're not mind readers and you don't, you didn't figure it out yet and your wife or husband did not explain yet what they're upset about to you in a clear way. You could still apologize. You say, I apologize for the pain that I caused. Because the key really is, like we said before, it's not the issue that's the problem, it's the pain that's the problem. Right? When your spouse says that the reason he or she is upset is because of XYZ, it has nothing to do with XYZ. It has to do, it's not because you came late, it's not because you left your wife in the cold, in the, uh, or that the house is a mess, or you said these insensitive words. It's the, the, the underlying Nakuda is, is that you caused pain. So you say, I feel terrible, I, I see that I hurt you, and I'm sorry about that. If I'm the cause, I am the cause of the pain. And the last thing I want to do is, is hurt you, and I'm sorry. The more your spouse understands your pain, the easier it will be for them to apologize, and the easier also will be to accept the apology. And that's also a very important thing. When you're on the receiving end of the apology, it's very important to be generous about the accepting that apology. And he says something very interesting, Rabbi Sian Schaefer, and he's right. Nevuah ended after the Chorban Bayasheni. So when it, it, your spouse very often does not know what you're thinking, that doesn't make them cruel. That does not make them insensitive. And it does not mean they don't love you. If he has a male psyche, she has a female psyche, they're going to experience things differently. And very often, because they're not mind readers, they're not going to understand how and why they upset each other. Sometimes it's clear to one, like 100% clear, while the other one is still grappling, they're not sure what they did wrong. So you need to let them know. Again, the hurt party, it's very important. You don't say, oh, they he or she should have known. No, you explain to them, ouch, this hurt. And explain gently, this is what's wrong. This is what I was upset about. So the one that was hurt needs to do that, needs to explain what they did wrong. So we started talking about apology. And this is one of very, very primary important shiurim. And it's not, a, it's not a comfortable thing to talk about and it's hard to do. But to take responsibility, to own up to your error, to say you were wrong, and that could turn things around and heal a marriage in a tremendous way. Even if you feel that you're justified a little bit or you feel defensive or you feel that your spouse was at fault also, you apologize and you say, I'm sorry, unequivocally. And you apologize for it's not the issue primarily, it's the pain and no buts to it. And, and those are really keys to healthy apologize, apologies that heal the marriage in a tremendous way. Bracha and atzlacha.